0: thanks for joining us for another episode after one week off we are back it's another exciting episode you mean you forgot to say that it's
1: an exciting
0: episode well it's implied because you're listening i am mac of course i am joined here by joe as always say hello joe hello everybody Thank you for having me, buddy, as always. Yes, of course. We have lots of stuff to go over. Uh, last week, I promised we'd get into a little more depth on some reviews. Ted Lasso, yep, yep. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, we'll do some spoilers. I did see Transformers. Um, we're going to do a couple rankings, a couple of fun ones. Disney has some announcements for their theme parks. And have a, a little silly, bit of and news and notes. Game too. And a little silly game that I know you guys like. Uh, so let's go ahead and um, get into this. First headline I have is Cruz versus Nolan for July IMAX screens. Now, I don't even know if it's really Cruz versus Nolan anymore because Oppenheimer, and t- Oppenheimer tickets are on sale and they are basically all of the IMAX screens are Oppenheimer. Got it. Um, but before Oppenheimer went on sale, Tom Cruise had, again, these are the reports. We don't know how much is true or not, but. We have no reason to believe they're not true. Tom Cruise was basically going around two different studios, calling up whoever he knows and trying to say, hey, you know, Mission Impossible. Uh, The new one, Dead Reckoning Part 1, which opens a week before Oppenheimer, hey, don't show Oppenheimer on on the IMAX screens. Save it for Mission Impossible. Keep it going more than a week long. Um, A lot of people, including... You know, Tom Cruise have referenced the fact that, you know, Top Gun Maverick was a big money maker last year for, for not just for Paramount, but for movie theaters. And, and kind of trying to play on the leverage of that. Um, yeah. you know, we talked about Christopher Nolan's deal with Oppenheimer with Universal, right? It's very strict in terms of what Christopher Nolan gets. Yeah. Um, so Universal has to make this deal with exhibitors in our IMAX theaters because that's the deal they made with Nolan um now that the word is tom cruise is trying to get other screens like a dolby screens or a dlfp screens these premium screens which bring in more money um not necessarily for oppenheimer but he wants to bump barbie from these premium yeah, screens we
1: talked about that um, at the same time too
0: yeah i i don't again barbie tickets have not gone on sale yet um again we're still a month away or so um so there's no no indications that it will be what type of screens Barbie will be in? Right? Will Barbie get the kind of second-tier premium screens, or will Mission Impossible stay with it? Um, who knows? Um, Come on, Barbie, let's go party. I mean, I think I think Barbie's going to be I a remember big movie. That song? I do remember that song. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's any. I don't know if there's anything to, to necessarily debate or talk about here per se. Um, but no, you know,
1: the debate is shut down. Nolan has yeah. spoken. Just kidding. No. Um, he didn't. I don't know that either of them are really at each other's throats. That's not what this is. It's more of, obviously, no one has his contract, as you mentioned, with the Universal. It was probably a big reason why he split with, you know, Warner Brothers, because he was displeased with the handling of, I mean, Tenet and such. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tenet was still kind of in drive-ins, but I think that was it. Right?
0: I mean, in places that they didn't have certain COVID restrictions it was playing in. Got it. But it certainly right. it significantly, in certain it significantly areas,
1: yeah. impacted the sales of yeah, that of movie. Course. Um, I mean, I didn't think it was all that fantastic. But, be that as it may, um, Tom Cruise has a point. I mean, I read something the article that basically he's, he's claiming, again, it's not unsubstantiated that he quote-unquote saved movies or you know with Tom Cruise Maverick you made o- maverick. you said Tom Cruise Maverick I did yeah sorry no, it's okay i mean top,
0: it's, it's top the gun, same thing
1: top sorry <laughs> that is funny. Tom cruise maverick top gun maverick um they made over a billion dollars yes easily so yeah. like highest grossing movie yes year. yes so he has a box to stand on yeah But it's like, I feel like if you're a movie theater, your hands are kind of tied. Like, I imagine this, the Nolan IMAX screens was already put in place. So I don't know that you, you know, I mean, I I understand what he's saying. But the fact that they're opening the movie at this day, along with, you know, not that, you know, just the way the schedule worked out. What do you what? What can you do? Right. Like I mean, they could
0: have pushed it to August or September, and he, he probably could have gotten premium probably, screens for two to three probably. weeks. But they are choosing it to release it in July,
1: which is prime movie season. And I get it again when movies are coming out every week. Yep. So I get it. But yeah. <coughs> it's also because it's also Nolan. Obviously, he scre- uh, films his movies in specifically for IMAX releases. Right, films on IMAX Yeah. Yeah. Film, uh, yeah, so it's... It, it, Mission Impossible isn't necessarily. So it's, you know, there's... You can nitpick and talk about different things here and there. I mean, I not much can be done. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's I would say it's a similar... You know, certain things you can control and certain things you can't. You could have controlled... When you release the film, like I said, like you said, it would be, it may be beneficial. I think it would have legs. It can go anywhere, you know? I don't, great. I really I mean, don't think go that it would have to be a releases in July, but be that as it may, it was interesting to hear the story because the whole time we were talking about it was going to be Barbie versus Oppenheimer, and now, still gonna be now Tom Cruise is joining the, join, yeah. joining this, this uh, menage a trois. So
0: to speak. I think um, I, I, you know, the three films come out within a week of each other, right? I'm interested to see kind of how it plays out. Oppenheimer, I think, has a lot of buzz around it, but it's a three-hour film. It's an R-rated film, so it cuts. It's only Nolan's second R-rated film. Huh. Um, what was the other one? Uh, it was like Memento or something like that. It's he hasn't had an R-rated film in a long time. Maybe
1: Insomnia. I don't Maybe know. Insomnia.
0: That's interesting. Um, so he, you know, cut down potential number of of audience members, right, with an R-rated film. Um, Are people going to flock to Mission Impossible like they did to Top Gun? Right, again, part of Top Gun Maverick was how good it was, but it was also a 20-year sequel. We've seen Mission Impossible films recently. Um, Again, are they going to do something new in Mission Impossible films? I I don't know. Uh, Barbie is supposed to be incredibly original, and it is very much counter-programming towards these type of male-driven action films or a male-driven story. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see kind of, and then Haunted Mansion opens, I know, very different. Opens up like a week after that um, as well. And that's very different than these things as well. So I'm interested to see kind of how July will play out Weird in enough. terms of people just going.
1: Yeah, the box um, up, A lot of movies to see. So Ma- Mac mean? will be making full use of his three movies a week. You better believe it. Uh, well, make 100%. full use of that. AMC is going to make nothing off this guy. He's just going to milk him. He's going to... 12 movies plus. I don't know. That. <laughs> um, next up, Dwayne Johnson gets his own
0: Fast and Furious film. Um, we talked about Dwayne Johnson returning to Fast 10, uh, Fast X. I know people like to call it that. Sure. Um, in the a in post credit scene, again, it makes sense uh, in terms of the story. This is not going to be a Hobbs and Shaw sequel. This yeah. is going to be set within the timeline of what's happening okay. in terms of Fast X, so I guess this is going to be the next film. It wasn't very clear, uh, but I think this is going to be the next film where we, we, Vin Diesel talked about, "Oh, there may be a trilogy now." Um, oh, so maybe this is the, this this is is the second be, movie. This is going to be the second movie in between, and it's uh, going to reintroduce, um, it's going to reintroduce Hobbs. Clever. And then Clever. we're going to get Hobbes versus Jason Momoa. Clever. And then obviously in the third movie, the the quote unquote family is going to have to come together to defeat uh, right. Jason Momoa. There we go.
1: Uh,
0: but again, it will not be a Hobbs and Shaw sequel, although at some point certainly expect Hobbs and Shaw to reunite okay. uh, because Shaw wasn't the last one. Shaw's still in play. He's not dead. Okay. Um, but again, you know, Dwayne Johnson on the back of what can only be described as not great successes in Black Adams and DC Super League of Pets. He needs to possibly rejoining Fast and Furious will, will, for lack of a Try not to use car phrases. We'll jumpstart his career. Oh, uh, but I, I didn't want it to do There that you though.
1: go. His uh, battery going, is but, dead, and he needs a jump. There we go. He needs a, he that's he, great. He needs that's, a jump from good diesel. That's pretty clever, buddy. Um, I like it. Hocus he, pocus. And you preface that great. three is well, in
0: development really well. at Disney. It was unclear if this would potentially uh, be a direct a Disney Plus film or a theatrical film. Got it. Um, it didn't. It didn't give a timeline or anything like that. It's in development. Bette Midler. Sarah Jessica Park, they've already said they will come back. Okay. Kathy and Jimmy has already said they'd come back. Okay. Um, Hocus Pocus 2 is the by far the biggest original film on the Disney Plus service. right? It has beaten out all of the other films. The original straight to Disney Plus releases, right? there are some live-action films that went to Disney Plus. Hocus Pocus 2 by far um, surpasses that, again, most just on the back of, of really a beloved original film. Um, the original Hocus Pocus, um, we'll see when that actually happens. Um, But yeah, Hocus Pocus 2 is really good, so we'll see. Um, Andy Muschietti, who has his film opening this week, The Flash, who is going to direct Batman, The Brave and the Bold for James Gunn DCU. Again, this is going to be, right. this is the main DC timeline. Uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman is going to be an Elseworlds film. That will still continue. The Batman 2 is already in you know, development with um, Robert Pattinson and Colin Farrell and Zoe Kravitz are all going to come back uh, and do that. Um, you know, to me, this shows um, certainly they have confidence in Andy Muschietti. Right, this will be his fourth film for the studio, but also they obviously really like what he did with The Flash. Yeah. Uh, before The Flash has even come out, so there is some confidence from the studio mm-hmm. and from James Gunn to okay. to go. I'm still not sure how I you know, why we're doing two simultaneous Batmans at once, but maybe for James Gunn's, you know, DCU, he feels like he has to have probably inarguably the biggest DC character, which is Batman. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm certainly, I'm sure a good actor will take the role, or I'm sure it'll be a coveted role, but it'll also be, I mean, whether they want it to be or not, it will be compared to an indirect competition basically with itself. Um, So whoever, you know, takes that role will be compared to What's happening right now, which is Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Exactly. So again, it has to be a very different type of tone. It has to be a very different type of Gotham, right? I mean, part of what made Matt Reeves' film good for me um, was that it felt like I, for the first time, I was looking at a different type of Gotham, right? Gotham a was type of
1: Batman too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Shaped it was not, shaped by yes. this dark Gotham. Um, yes. So for me, and, and so it was a very dark and gritty type of a Gotham. Yes.
1: Um And. Go ahead. I was gonna say you had mentioned I had meant I had commented on his size, like he wasn't some big imposing guy. Yeah. You commented on that he was it was more of a detective, which is which is actually how Batman was portrayed in the comics. Yeah, early on, especially a hundred percent. Yeah. You really appreciated that, that it was more like he's yeah. solving crimes than yeah. it is like he's just riding around beating people up and with fancy yeah. tools and stuff. Yeah. This was so, certainly yeah. You're, but you're right, the noir feel of the film was very different than anything Nolan had done. Yeah, so and I just, fun. I think Not this... Not better or worse, just different.
0: Yeah. My, my only point is that if they're going to do two Batmans at once, I understand one is in the main timeline. Sure. Um, it has to be different, though. Right, you have to have a different tone, you have to have different sensibilities you have to, to be able to tell a different type of story
1: yeah um otherwise audiences
0: are just not gonna true
1: you're gonna have star wars all over yeah and they're
0: just gonna be like what are we doing we're, we're watching the again. same movie hey, yep. multiple times
1: we'll see um,
0: law and order toronto has been announced by nbc universal now this will not premiere until 2024 again partly uh, that is the writer's strike where it will not be premiering um on the fall 2023 calendar yeah. the writer's strike will probably go all the way at least through the fall Wow. Um, so we'll see. Wow. Um again, right now there's Yikes. still there's still Man. a bunch of, you know, films stuff, and stuff projects that's long. that's already filmed and shot and edited. Wow. Some stuff they're editing now, some stuff they're shooting now because scripts have already come out, but Yeah, yeah. Um so. depending on how long this goes, though, especially for wow. TV, this yeah. is going to be a big um, you know, there could be a point where, you know, again, we talked about this last time, ABC has already announced their their fall lineup and it's all reality shows and game shows, right? There is no programming no on problem. there yeah, because do they, they don't. Uh, well, I'm saying even in two to three months they don't expect the writers'
1: strike to be. Done, oh God! Right? Because <sighs> so they're, they're just, anticipating. They're anticipating. Do you really just think nothing? that they're doing that, or that they're kind of? I see what you're saying, but yeah, I guess I wonder whether they're doing that because they know for sure.
0: I don't I mean. I don't think no one, anyone, anyone knows for sure.
1: Yeah. I just mean like it feels something.
0: like there's an anticipation yeah. of. You know, it's been happening you for. Have to make do with what you got. It's been happening you. for a couple of months now. Yeah. There doesn't appear to be any end inside. Any headway yeah. on either side from studios That's and the writers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so we're kind of at this point. Yeah. Where all the
1: uh, who knows. You know this. I know that you really like Law and Order, and not to deviate away from that because you really like Law and Order. But if there were, as ever, a reason that people were not interested in syndicated television, the lack of new material, I would say, would be—it's not helping. <laughs> you yeah. know, like there—I know you watch some shows on TV, uh, but mostly just Law and Order. Yeah, at this point. But I mean, everything else, and we're and we're just talking syndicated television. I mean, there's obviously streaming services. Yeah. Of, of you know that are, you know, not being able to go forward in their storylines and timelines or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not just syndicated television, but, I mean, I don't watch late night talk shows and such.
0: I don't that's, know, all, that's, but all, that's all. But
1: that's yeah. all this, Yeah. you know? So it's like, they have nothing. It's, yeah. you know, it's just, I mean, you can, you got sports pretty much and that's it. Like, I mean, I... I understand they're trying to fill the kind of they're trying to fill the the void, but I don't know the reality shows are going to do. I mean, maybe I I I don't know. I I am very skeptical. I know they're trying, but I just I'm skeptical that they're going to be able to save people who are maybe already off of syndicated television. Yeah. Right. Well. Yes. And yeah. they had
0: um, the the Tony Awards were this past weekend, which is Broadway's. Broadway, season yeah. awards yeah. Um, and they did the show without writers because they couldn't do it with writers okay. and so basically presenters would come out and they would kind of have written their own little things because they're not really the writer's go, but you could tell it was like it was not the quality, right? Yes. I mean they were kind of talking Patched about together. Yeah, and it just wasn't yeah, like there wasn't like jokes. There wasn't like God things. It was like fascinating. We're just Oh
1: that's fascinating we're just
0: here. And so it was it was that. a little interesting thing.
1: Clokey. I will Got say it. to Got deviate it.
0: from the writers thing, um, Law and Order Toronto, I don't know how I how much I care about it. Um, part of what makes Law and Order good for me is it's a New York City thing. Yes. And New York City is very much a character in these Law & Order shows, Got as someone it. who likes New York, like, it's very cool. Yeah. It's so, they said it's it's like when they, they did, like, a random CSI season. Stuff, yeah. They did, like, a random season of Law & Order, like, LA, and I hated it. Like, I didn't like it at all. Um, so, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. it's not
1: CSI. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, honest, it's very like, much unique to that Yes. City, like, so. I don't, I mean, they have different types of storylines. They have different types of yeah. lead characters, and they have different types of, you know, uh. Crimes are trying to investigate yeah, but I don't know they're deviating from I mean, I've never been to Toronto, but I just uh, it Seems like an odd It's choice. a major
0: metropolitan city. I know I it's know. not it's just not see, New York City. you right, very yes, different.
1: That's what I'm saying Like I just you're right the feel yeah. would be totally different anyway You got you got we wanted to get into more reviews, detailed reviews yes. uh, One TV show you haven't
0: spoken about yet Right? Um, well, I, we or briefly you, mentioned these last time. Um, t- so these are going to be spoiler reviews. Yes,
1: Ted Lasso, <clears throat> Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, and Transformers Rise Transformers, the Beast.
0: I'll just touch on that. Yeah, it won't yeah, be yeah. full spoilers. Yes, Ted Lasso, yeah. season three, came out. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, released a, a final episode, got released a couple weeks ago. Now, we don't know if this is the last uh, Lasso episode. It very much feels like a finale, but of course they've been very vague about is there going to be spin-offs or anything like that. I see, I see The that. story very much feels done. Done. Like okay. Jason Sudeikis has said, hey, this is the story we've wanted to tell. Okay. And it very much ends in nice. this way. Nice. So if they do continue on, I, I can almost... It's going to be milking you. it. it will, one, it'll be milking it, but two, I have zero faith that that Jason so Sadek would be back. God it. Right. Got I mean, it. I don't think has any interest in being back. Got it, got it, got it. Now, season 3, season 3 versus season ones and 2 different. Yeah, <coughs> again, heard, some I've good heard, ways. I've heard it was different. Some bad ways, and not.
1: Well, I haven't heard um, good ways, but I'm curious. Very
0: much um different in terms of the tone. Okay. Very much um, you know, season 1 and season 2 were very much kind of half-hour type of comedy type of shows. But season three, very much, um, a lot of the episodes go way past that. Some of the, like, the season finale was, like, an hour and 20 minutes. Most of the episodes are longer. Season one and season two very much felt, like, the right time, uh, kind of, of these stories. Now, again, it feels like season three, we're at the end, so we've not crammed everything in. But we've got to try and give every single character that we've introduced time to shine. And closure. And closure, to a certain extent. Um, and, and, and in many ways This kind of short changes The screen time that Ted gets oh, um, Again I think Jason Sudeikis Who's the writer creator Probably knows this and understands this And again there's kind of a line In there Some, There's a reporter um, who, who Richmond AFC uh, Or AFC Richmond kind of has A relationship with in the first two seasons He ends up kind of Wanting to write a book about AFC Richmond in this time. Um, and so he follows the team the entire season. And he gives Ted kind of like a, a manuscript um, at the end before nice. it's over. Okay. Um, and the title is The Ted Lasso Way. Mm-hmm. And then the only note that, again, Ted Lasso, very positive guy. The only note is he says, great job, but change the title. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, again, it's. Nice. And it kind of makes nice. it feel like nice. Jason Sudeikis is giving other characters, other actors, time to shine. Yeah. Um,
1: it's, a, it's an innuendo Yeah. Nice.
0: Um, Very cool. One of the biggest issues with season three was the Nate redemption arc. Nate kind of is a character that Ted Lasso kind of put under his wing, um, really kind of betrays him and AFC Richmond at the end of season two. But when season three starts, he's coaching a different team. Okay. And it's kind of this rival thing uh rival clubs um, but he gets his not that you know a character is not worth redemption but he gets his redemption really easily um, and he, he doesn't Cheap. yeah it he didn't really feel
1: like it was earned Got and it. all of
0: a sudden by the last couple episodes it's like oh he's a
1: friend
0: <laughs> yeah all of a sudden Nate's back and it's like
1: okay your arch enemy a minute ago yeah so Got he it. didn't again
0: we're going to say Ted doesn't hold a grudge or Ted's not a ton of mean guy but if anything, it was more for what did Nate learn, right? You know, what what is his art? Was it like, oh, I just made a bad choice, and now I have a girlfriend, and I'm going to go back to, to Richmond because they like me there. God. It was a little weird. Um, Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent, who's the kind of abrasive, older uh, ex-player, but now he's an assistant manager, right? He shines, as he's always shown. He's won uh, an Emmy Award for the performance. He's great. Um, he would be a character that I think... Again, at the end of the show, he's announced as the new coach okay. uh, for ASU Richmond, right? Ted leaves because, you know, he wants to go home to America and be with his kid and God. kind of all those things. And nice. you know, So there is that. Okay. Um, I will say with Ted Lasso, it, even with the inconsistencies of season three, it's still one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Um, I truly, truly, truly mean that. As someone who consumes a lot of TV. It really <laughs> is. He really is. It really is one of the best TV shows okay. I've ever seen. Um, the show came on at exactly the right time. It came on in basically During May, COVID. June of 2020, okay. when COVID first started. And when, I don't want to say the world was like down or negative, but, you know, this eternal optimistic guy kind of comes on screen and kind of brightens see. everyone's life. So the show Got came it. on at the exact right time. That people needed an inspirational guy. Absolutely. Okay. Very and brilliant. it hit at the right nice. time, nice. I think, but That's also cool. I think I think the show does... And on on the right note, right, the team doesn't win the championship. Yeah, right. It's, but the characters are. It's not like oh we failed. It's you know the characters are in a better spot in their lives because they've met Ted. Nice, right? And Ted's in a better spot, right? Ted when he was more about just
1: the winning. Yeah,
0: and he you know he was he moved to England. He was going through divorce and. You know, his life, even though he doesn't show it, his life is kind of in shambles. Got it. He kind of figures things out. And so he leaves this job, kind of learning more about himself and trying to be a better person, but realizing, hey, yeah, he could have just stuck around at this job and probably made a lot of money. But for him, it was more important to be home with his kid and kind of have that relationship. So, um, will there be a future? My guess, because I haven't said something either way, my guess is they're probably trying to work on it. Because I think I think Apple probably does want something. Okay. Um, is it something I want? Because it was such a hit. It was a massive hit for Apple. Um, this was Apple's biggest show um,
1: by I, far. Yeah, I, I don't know
0: by far. I'm just um, curious because they've
1: had some heard, had some good hits. They've had some stuff that you've liked. Well, they have
0: great shows. I mean, it's just it's on a streaming service that's not as popular as others. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But again, I mean, Ted Lasso, a lot of people. You know, love the show. I mean, they love the character. Yes. It's not that he's just an eternally optimistic character; like he has his moments too, because he's human. But it's a matter of, you know, perspective in terms of how he views the world and okay. how he treats others. And you know, treating others with kindness is such a, you know, treat others with kindness and they'll treat you with kindness is such a. I don't know. It's such a phrase that people say. It's a cliche. It's a cliche, yeah. but it's like. He if you actually apart. do it, like people actually respect you,
1: nice.
0: right? And even if someone jokes about you behind your back or takes you, I and mean, again, the whole first season, he's an American, actual American football coach coming to England to coach like football, football, like soccer, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: right? And he's treated as a joke, not by just you know pundits and you know opposition, but even some of his, his players, players in the beginning yeah. are like, "What are we doing here? This is yeah. a joke," and it's like. You know, it's not about, like, coaching the sport so much. It's about coaching this team. Nice. And he really, you know, it's a really inspirational story. Very,
1: very cool. Ted
0: Lasso, again, if you see it, Um, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really worth the watch only 3 seasons again you will be moved in and it will move quick they're half
1: an hour episodes usually how many episodes you typically in seasons 1 and 2 are average
0: um i think there's 8
1: to 10 episodes okay so it's not yeah you're right it's not it's only half an hour snippet yeah
0: the last okay. season was ten episodes was and they were they were longer. longer, but again, it was it was trying to it was the final one So they it. were getting everything right. There was nothing that was left behind. Got they it. threw right. everything. Okay,
1: out. nice. Okay.
0: Um, Spider Man: Into the Spider Verse Part Two of the Spider Verse trilogy. Okay. Um, this was my it's favorite film of twenty eighteen. Was Into the Spider Verse? Across the Spider Verse is better than the first one. Um, yeah,
1: it's incredible. Said that. Yeah.
0: Um, i i don't know how this film doesn't win a second oscar all right it won the oscar for best animated feature the first time well Um,
1: I have some pixar films right
0: well there is the um, Disney usually
1: wins well disney owns it anyway but uh, oh no wait
0: no disney does not own this 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 is is sony Sony. okay
1: got it yeah i will say the one the
0: one competition that it potentially has is disney has the film wish that comes out in the fall um that could be something again super mario brothers is out there Again, it made a billion dollars, so maybe the, you know, the Academy would want to reward that. Yes, whoever, yeah. Nobody um, knows
1: at this point, yeah. But
0: again, you know, that's not the same level. True. Per se. saying the quality. The quality of the film. It's a great middle film of a trilogy, right? They've already said there's going to be one more to finish up the story. So again, you very much continue the story of Miles, but it very much leads into a cliffhanger ending. Um, It's very much up in the air. Um, not everyone is okay.
1: Um, is kind of at the Because the improv- they're web <clears throat> slinging. No, nope. that's is not. That that that's not a pun. Um, I I know, but I had. You made the point about the jump start. I hadn't throw it. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to contribute something you're here because I obviously don't know any of this stuff.
0: I part of what makes into the Spider Verse. Uh, into the, I'm talking about into the okay, Spider Verse first, first one, yes. and across the Spider Verse yes, is. Mick H.
1: Was Mick H. He's not in the first one. Uh, He's not
0: Spider-Ham. He's Spider-Man Noir. Um, Yeah, but he's in
1: the first one. He's in the first one. Yeah. He's not Um,
0: in this one. He's not in this one. Um, is... I think I said this last time. When you watch a Marvel movie on screen, it's like, oh, these comic books are coming to life. Yes. This is watching a comic book on screen. Yes. Again, the style of animation. Yes. The beautiful... Right? It's just gorgeous to watch. It's super cool to look at. (coughs) Um... Almost and it feels almost, like the animation is even better than the last time. Okay. Again, we're talking four or five years down the road. Again, it takes a long time to make an animated movie. Yes. Right? It's, right. Not, it's not like we're just writing a script and then we're going to go out and shoot on the back lot. Like, yeah. it takes a long time to make an animated film. Um, it does introduce... The story is very much Miles' story. We, we do get some more when uh, in it, but Miles is still very much the heart of the story. It's still Miles' story. Uh, but we do get uh, a lot – we do get some very cool introduction of characters, um, some new characters, right? Again, some deep cuts for, for Spider-Man references. Um, there are tons of Easter eggs, right? You go to basically – it's not called Spider-City, but there's a joke in it button called Spider-City, um, and you see hundreds of spider man okay. right? There are deep cuts for a lot of people. I couldn't even catch all the deep cuts. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, a couple of highlights, Jason Schwartzman. Um, very much a comedic type of an actor, he plays a role called the Spot, um, which again is going to set up something in the future. And then Oscar Isaac as Miguel, Miguel O'Hara, uh, Spider-Man Ninety Nine. Um, he's kind of an intimidating.
1: That's Spider-Man. the evil
0: I mean, It's hard to say he's evil
1: because um, you yeah, got to watch the, the film for it. Like but, like the evil uh, like the evil Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah,
0: something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, I, I cannot wait to see the sequel. Um, it's coming out next year. I, I just third installment. The third installment. Um again the film ends very much on you know, again a deep cut reference where it comes back. Again, it is it is the concept of the multiverse. So if you do not like the concept of the multiverse, right, it very much does play into that. Right? just like the last film, right? I mean characters come from their universe to Miles' world based two miles' universe. Um this one very much Miles goes to other places um, and so Miles is now on his multiverse journey um, again just super awesome super cool again I just for I was in the theater for two hours and I was just blown away the entire time like oftentimes I'll go to movies and I'll just sit there and I'll enjoy myself but you won't and get have lost. a good time yeah, for, Easy to get yeah, lost for this movie, movie I'm just like this yeah. is I'm just blown away. It's by it, how amazing this It's
1: is. yeah, it's so. trans it's transfixed yeah, the right it's, words. It's, it's transcending, because, yeah. I mean it's well, just Well, no, just like a, if you're transfixed. You're, yeah, you're trans yeah, yeah. No, that was the right tense. Transfixed yeah. while you're watching it. I felt that when I was watching the first one. I mean yeah. uh, I know you don't want to give the you're film You're putting a chance, up but. you're putting up a strong case. I try to be optimistic like Mr. Ted Lasso, but then it, my intuition bites back and says, "Nope, it's not going to be the same." So that's why my Spidey sense kicks my in. You're spidey- like, nope. Well played, sir! You like, get nope. a fist bump for that. Well played, Spidey sense. I like it.
0: Uh, but I think you like it. It's a good movie. If you like the first one, I, th- I think it's hard. It's going to be hard for you to not like this one. Uh, but again, you know, check it out. Even if account. I don't
1: like sequels, generally speaking.
0: Generally speaking. Um, uh, non-spoiler review for Transformer Rise of the Beast*. Um, is Mark Wahlberg in this? No, I just don't
1: remember who's in this now. Uh,
0: Anthony Ramos, uh, Dominique okay. Fishback. Um, yeah, so different don't know type know any of those fishback. guys. Yeah. Um, again, this is remember this is said 1994. Um, they said that in the trailer. Okay. Um, and it's uh, again, I don't know if it's going to be a prequel. Yeah, is is to it? A, it we, uh, there's no way to know, right? There's no there's no introduction of other characters that we've seen. Right, so there's no way to know if, like, all of a sudden, Shia LaBeouf's gonna, sh- like, you know what I mean? But there's I mean, no way
1: to know if these films are gonna lead directly into those films. Okay, I see what you're saying, but what I'm, I guess, what I'm asking is, that does the time of the movie seem to take place prior to the first movie? Like the,
0: yeah, the Shia LaBeouf one, whenever that came out in 2000 something, that's when that movie's set. That's when that film is set. So in theory, yes, the this film could be a prequel to. The original. So, like, Transformers. There's, there's no Megatron, or is he in it? Megatron's not in this movie. Okay. And Bumblebee's in it, though? Bumblebee's in it, Optimus Prime's in it. Again, the
1: Autobots are in it. Yeah. Um,
0: but no Decepticons are in it. Got it.
1: And um, does Bumblebee, if you know what I'm asking, like, Yeah. spoiler, I mean, this isn't really a big spoiler. Does Bumblebee talk? Well, Bumblebee can never talk. Right? Well, he can only play through the radio. I know, but, no, but, never mind. You, what? When we saw Bumblebee, the movie, Bumblebee, yeah. With Haley Steinfeld, you see mm-hmm. how he loses his voice, right? Because it gets broken. Yeah, but
0: he gets it back at the end though, of the movie. I don't remember that. Yeah, at the end of the movie, he gets it back
1: because she fixes him. Yeah, what? she fixes him. I don't remember this. No. Well, we can watch the movie again. All right. right. So she fixes him. Uh, okay. So again, he does have his. It, voice.
0: Yeah, he does have his voice. But again, you're saying
1: that that's well, uh, we don't know. Only separate. You're
0: we, saying we don't know. There's okay. no there there's one line in the movie, again I'm not gonna I wanna spoil got the it, movie. Got it, got it, got but it, got it got very it. much Optimus is like, hey, I know you had a good relationship with someone on Earth. I assume that's a toss back to, to that. Got but it. it's not okay. like you have to see Bumblebee to know. To what's miss happening. it. Okay, okay. Um, it's just more of just a small yeah, Easter. To right. me this is okay. probably the second best Transformers movie of second. all time. Behind Bumblebee, again okay. I really love Bumblebee. Um I I, I really like the first Transformers, even Transformers 2 was good. Um, it was okay for me, um, but this is very unique. It's very different. Um, it's a very stylized type of story. It's not just about, you know, blowing stuff up, like, or really? Autobots and Decepticons okay. fighting. There is an extended fight sequence at the end, okay. um, for sure. It's very CG, um, of course, because it needs to be, because you're, you're having Autobots fight. Um, but, again, I, I, part of what makes that work is that you care about what's happening. To the characters before it's not like all of a sudden Autobots and Decepticons get on Earth like you're in Transformers: The Ride and you're all of you're in the action. Um, you but know. there's no Decepticons, Decepticons. There's no Decepticons. Got okay, it. Okay. Um, the two, uh, the two actors, Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishback, are very are younger actors. Anthony Ramos, who is mostly known for being the star of In the Heights, he was also in the original Hamilton. Um, he was actually in a Star Is Born as well, very much a minor character in that. Dominique Fishback, who's been in a couple of HBO series, um, you know, she's she's a younger actress as well. But again, you know, very talented young actors. Um, but again, they their job is to to serve the story in terms of what's happening. Um, a couple of highlights in terms of voice actors. Uh, people are gonna find this funny, and, and it what's funny it was. I didn't realize until it was happening, but Pete Davidson is the voice of Mirage. Uh, Mirage is a fan favorite character who's an Autobot who was not in the first couple films. Um, He was very good in it. Um, We did get our first look ever on screen at the Maximals. Again, in the first, the original, I don't want to blow people's minds here. The original Transformers films was really Autobots versus Decepticons. Um, These films have the Maximals and the Terracons. Right, so if you're a Transformers fan, these are more deep cuts for you. Right, Watch Transformers the movie or Transformers the series, things like that. Michelle Yeoh uh, has a great um, voice role. Ron Perlman has a, a great voice more voice role as well. Uh, but maybe the, the highlight of the film um, was one of the leaders of the Terracons was Peter Dinklage as Scourge. Um, he was, It was a great voice role. Um, and you could tell it was Peter Dinklage. It was kind of this deep... Dark voice um, and really kind of a bad guy Um, and Scourge is a great Transformers villain um, As well. Um, I will say there was a final scene if people have seen the movie You will know what I'm talking about. It left me a little mixed. I'm not sure how I felt about it Um, Overall, I really liked the film that final scene kind of put maybe a little damper on it for me Um, but I, I there's a part of me that hopes they continue this story with these characters um, again, I don't know what the future means. The film was a decent box office success, but it, was not, it did not blow people away on its first weekend. Again, it's in a very crowded marketplace right now. Spider-Verse is still doing very well. Um, and then The Flash comes out next week, so it's kind of sandwiched in between these two potential juggernauts. Um, but, but I think there's something there. Stephen Cable Jr. is a young director. Um, it's only his third film. Um, his other film that he did was Cree 2, which a lot of people liked. Really was a big success. Uh, so he's a young director, and there's certainly a future there with it. So uh, I have nothing bad to say about Transformers: Rise of the Beast. I could see it potentially being on my top ten, or maybe being a long shot. But again, we're only less than halfway through the year, so there's lots of films I really like so far. Um, but there's lots of films still to come. Yeah. So I think that's it. That's all I have for
1: reviews. Joe, you want to play a little game? Well, I was going to say, I know we might change the order of things, but I think it, would, it might be appropriate to do something else first. Okay, what would you like to do first? Because in honor of trans- the new Transformers film, I think it would be appropriate to do it at this time, if that's okay, if you see what I'm getting at. Uh, Yeah, this was
0: actually a recommendation from someone listening. This is a great idea,
1: and I think on the heels of you talking about Rise of the Beast, I think it would be good to do it now rather than take a step back. Let's do it, right? We can just do this part, yeah, and then we can introduce it. Let's go. Okay, so this was a recommendation, I guess, by a listener. Thank you. I don't know who it was. We are going to rank our top five Michael Bay films, and these are directing, I assume. I only did directing. Okay, so that. That's what I did, too. Now, I, I'll i go first, because last time I think we did one of these. Just choices. alternate. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> um, full disclosure, um, Michael Bay usually does a bunch... Uh, has done a bunch, or a handful, I would say. Maybe not a handful, like three or four of the Transformers movies. So I guess, yeah, that's why we're tying... He's done four. Three or four, okay. Yeah. Um, But looking at his filmography, to be quite honest and frank, uh, I was kind of underwhelmed. And that's okay. Um, There weren't really many that stood out to me other than maybe one or two. Um, So it was kind of an easy choice for me to kind of narrow it down to five. And you're there. Uh, For me, uh, I mean, not that there's not some hits. I'm just saying there are not many is to me. Um uh, this may be controversial, fair enough. Some people think this movie is abysmal, I get it. However, there are parts of the film that I like. and in looking at the totality of this film, I like that it's based off of a historical event. and I think it does a good job explaining that event, even if, the storyline is clunky with the love story. Um, again, like I said, there's not many movies that I would put higher than this. There really were only five that I would even consider. <clears throat> and Mac knows I'm talking about smirking, and that's fine, I get it. I-, I wouldn't say this movie has a special place in my heart, it doesn't. But I'm saying it edges out the other movies that didn't make my list. So when you hear the other movies that are on my list, I think you can am- may. Agree, okay, those movies are probably, make sense. Um, Mac probably have a different set of lists. That's okay, fine. Just so, number five for me is Pearl Harbor. Ben Affleck and uh, Josh Hartnett. Uh, Best t- part
0: about the movie is Ben Affleck's performance. Best, it's Ben Affleck. Um, the girl it's um, the girl from Lord of the Rings. It's for, it's escaping me now, though. No, it's not.
1: The girl? Isn't it? Um, it's Kate Beckinsale. Um, She's not, it's not Liv Tyler. Well, for some reason, I thought it was Liv Tyler. In any event. Um, I actually like Dan Aykroyd in it, to be quite honest. Okay. He's not the main guy, I get it. But I like the fact that it's kind of like, okay. It, whether it's historically accurate or not, fine. But I, I, I appreciate the intensity of the Pearl Harbor bombing scene. Like, to me, I get in, I get lost. And I, you know, we talked about... Being transfixed, I get overwhelmed and blown away <laughs> (pun intended) by that scene, despite the fact that it's kind of a clunky love story.
0: Yeah, I mean, I say maybe a uh,
1: subpar, sure, subpar ending, fine. And the whole whatever. subpar
0: ending. You don't even know, yeah, when he like goes back to it.
1: Ben Affleck does after Josh Hartnett no, does, like right? the ending, the very, uh, very ending. That's not the ending. The ending, ending, ending. Uh, anyway, sentences. well, some people don't like this. It's got like a 30% on tomatoes. It's not For that you great that's a movie. about For you, that's a good movie, though. Whoa, shots fired. I don't think
0: that shots fired. Joanna shots
1: just fired. I think that's
0: just general information. That's such bull.
1: Number wow, five. You know, such a good pod till just now. It yeah, I had to drop a bomb on me. Transformers, Transformers two. 2. There's um, no Transformers 2. It's not called it? Transformers 2. What is it called? Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Thank you. Uh, I Transformers 2. But
0: everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, I I don't think it's really? a great movie, but I I enjoyed large parts of it. Um, I still think it was, you know, unique and, and again hot off the heels off the first one. I, I enjoyed it, right? I I've, I'm a fan of Transformers. I, I used to watch it as a kid. Uh, the series. I, I've seen Transformers the movie several times. Uh, and
1: so there's certainly a place... So it's about that ride, that, that ride is the awesome. The ride's dope. And Michael, riding, Bay,
0: Michael Bay had a huge part in the creating ride that ride.
1: The ride at Universal Studios is awesome.
0: Michael Bay had a... Michael Bay was the one that basically created the story for the ride. Good call. Um, so, again, he didn't create the technology in sure. the ride, but he had a big part in, in creating the ride.
1: Well, so. the story's killing me. It's more about the action than, like, the feel of it than, sure. than the story.
0: So Transformers 2 is my number five. Interesting trick. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Thank you.
1: Uh, oh, for all the reasons Max said, I put this is the only, I, again, and I don't care if I ruin their list by saying this, it's the only movie from this franchise that makes this list, and that is the aforementioned, as Max mentioned, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. The reason I put it on there is because I thought it was a massive improvement on the first one. I had this conversation with somebody talking about Transformers because the new one is coming out. And hell, I wasn't interested in seeing it, and neither was the person I was talking to. And the reason that I said I'm not interested, and the reason that I said that we talked about it, the point I want to make is the first one I did not like for the simple reason that when there were fight sequences, it was very disorienting, and I couldn't see what was happening. It was literally just a massive bunch of parts smashing together, and I didn't know who was who. To me, I would have appreciated it if there was some kind of a color scheme. Like obviously, Optimus Prime is blue and red. Well, Autobots are going to be brighter colors, right? I know, but you don't see that when they're kind of smashing together and the camera's moving all fast. Is what I'm saying across the buildings. I didn't. I didn't get the sense that I was watching it, and the screen. I felt the screen was moving too fast Mm. for me to see what was happening. Got it. That's why I didn't like it. I appreciated Revenge of the Fallen, despite the storyline with Shia LaBeouf, like having some sort of whatever mental breakdown and writing some code, Megan Fox, whatever. I mean, it, that's not okay. what... Okay. Well, I just mean the story's okay, yeah. but what made it funny was the old bots. That's what I liked. I liked those old bots. You had the giant bots that are kind of climbing up the the, the, the yeah. pyramids and stuff, and you obviously get a, a shot of something, if you know what I'm talking about. I don't think I, don't think okay. I do, not it's so okay. It's funny, because there's a scene in the movie where... <laughs> This is the, it's the giant bot that's, like, sucking in the soil or whatever. Right. And and, and there's a shot of it where it had, there's literally two wrecking balls in certain positions on this bot. And you're like, oh, ha, ha, I know what that is if you get my drift. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Do you know what I'm talking about? You're do talking you? about male genitalia. Yes. And that was hair. what made it funny. So there were parts in the movie that were not in the first one, and that's what made it funny. I liked the old, like people with the beard and stuff. Um, I just thought it was a better polished film than the first one. Just number four, Transformers, Revenge of the Fall.
0: Number four is Bad Boys 2 for me. Mm. I, I I liked it. Um, I just recently watched the Bad Boys films for some reason. Um, they were just on. I was looking for something to watch. I think Bad Boys 2 um, has a big assist from Gabrielle Union. Um, she has a nice introduction character. Again, very much a May- Miami type of a story in terms of the locale and the settings. It's this gorgeous, gorgeous beaches and gorgeous places. Um, but again, you know, the, the key it's the, the to either to any bad boy story is the the Martin Lawrence Will Smith dynamic. Right. You know, Will Smith Will Smith's character, the eternal type of Playboy, single bachelor, Martin Lawrence, the kind of married guy who has kids. Um, and their, you know, their partnership is tested, right? This is the film where Martin Lawrence talks about He's going to retire, and he's going to have a desk job. He doesn't want to be on the streets, and blah, blah, blah. And Will Smith is kind of this, his character is this gun-ho type of go-for type of a character. Kind of not smart all the time in terms of what he's doing. Kind of just going and gun-blazing, literally. Um, but again, you know, together they, they really like each other. They really care about each other. They always do kind of have their back. And it's a good partnership, and it's and they're good together. So, uh, Bad Boys 2 is number two.
1: Uh, again... Ironically, uh, our, our lists have not changed very much. Uh, for me, number three is, again, aforementioned, aforementioned Bad Boys 2. Um, I remember seeing this in the theater. I hadn't even seen the first one. I saw the third one with you and a hopefully a loyal listener who I think may be listening. They're listening. They're listening, and that is Zach. Anson. Happy birthday, Zach. Anson. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. It's a few days late. I called him, no. I'm uh, but that, that, that's okay. Well, I mean, it's okay it's belated. Um, anyway, um, I thought this movie was fun. Yeah. I liked this movie. It was great. It was action. I loved, as you said, the dynamic between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. It was very funny. Again, we get a younger Will Smith yeah. or a younger Martin Lawrence for sure. Um, but this was peak, I think, Martin Lawrence. Not like he had come off of, you know, uh, Big Mama's house, Big Mama's house, and those kind of movies. He yeah. did uh, Blue Streak and things yeah, like that. For sure. So this was like I say, peak, peak Martin Lawrence. Um, he's very funny. I, I like the fact that he like jokes or like there's a dyna- obviously the dynamic where Will Smith is dating his sister, and you know he's like what? You know, it's it's, it's kind of like a funny like bro love. Like I, it's it, it's a fun film. It was everything that Bad Boys 3 is not, and that's why I thought that movie was awful. Again, this is also the only movie from the Bad Boys series that's on my list. Number three, Bad Boys 2. Well, Bad Boys 3 will not be on my list because it was not directed by Michael Bay. All
0: right. Uh, number three Maybe is the... Maybe that's why it was so bad. Just kidding. Uh, Number three Just is the kidding. original Transformers. All right. Um, again, for me as someone, as, you know, I, I can't tell you the year this film came out. I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know. I remember I remember not being that, um, you know, in my teen, late teens, twenties, some some early time. I we're talking, you know, 15 years ago, 10, 15, 18 years ago, um, and uh, it was the first time this had been live on screen. And again, as a Transformers fan, to see these characters like Optimus Prime, like Bumblebee on screen, it was mind blowing. And it was like just one of those things where I was like, this. As a, as a, I went back to. Being a little kid and I was like this is so cool to see these characters on screen I didn't have the problem that Joe did necessarily with the CGI um, but you know I'm sure that Joe's not the only person that that had that right it was you know obviously the CGI to a certain extent obviously it's gotten better ever since it's happened right the last film obviously I think the CGI looks amazing Uh, but again it's a very basic story right the Autobots are are there to help the earth they live on earth now Right, if you've ever seen Transformers the movie, you know why they live on Earth. Um, it's because Cybertron's gone, um, and so Megatron and the Decepticons are obviously going to try and take over Earth. And so, you know, the Autobots um, have to, you know, help help Earth. Sam Witwicky is 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 very much an um, an odd choice to to help the the Autobots, but you know, Bumblebee has an attachment to him, and and that's why he helps. The Megan Fox. Sam Witwicky and a Shia LaBeouf type of a storyline is a little weird. Um, it's a little funky in terms of, like, why they're together and things like that. It's a little kind of pervy to a certain extent, but it is what it is. Number three is the original Transformers for me. Okay. Like, it's pervy uh, in the sense of, like, they're, like, together, and then Bumblebee, like, starts playing, like, romantic songs, and it's... That that was what made it funny. It was How is that
1: pervy? That was... People were laughing when they did that. I didn't find it. Charlie but that's wow. okay. you're probably one of the few I thought it was funny like she's doing the things and then he's who's gonna drive you home like that was that was funny that was funny because he it was can't a talk. lot
0: it was a lot of gratuitous Megan no. Fox shots of okay that's and... not
1: what we're talking about you're making it you're you're conflating yes the shots of her Bending over backwards, or bending over forwards into the, into the, uh, the trunk, or the... Yeah, whatever car she is. Sorry. (sighs) Into the hood of the car. We're not, that's not, that I could say yes, fine, I totally get that. But the dynamic between them, how is that pervy? Him playing songs as like a joke for romanticism, that's pervy? I don't get that. You're conflating the you, two, I think. It didn't feel like a I good think. matchup. That's uh, all right. Go ahead. Number two. Number two for, Number two for me, uh, this is going to be a big surprise to people, but this was actually an enjoyable movie for me, uh, and that is The Island. Just kidding. No, The Island was awful. Um, <laughs> but he did direct it. Because most people think that movie's awesome is uh, awful, I should say. I mean, for I, That's the point. The
0: joke is that people wouldn't be surprised if you put that there. That's the joke.
1: Why are you doing this? Number two, we're three, having such two. a good pod. I What's never did. Right, I right. did not poo poo Transformers of the Beast. I didn't poo poo Spider Man. I listened to all Ted Lasso. I listened to all this. I have not been critical of anything to this point. You haven't seen it. Okay, go ahead. What? We're, we're, douche. We're,
0: we're, we're, we're in any event. It's my fault for getting us off track. Sh- so go
1: ahead, give me another second. Ruining my good mood. Besides the island. Number is two. Uh, this is a great movie, again it, again. it has some silly parts to it. Sure, some funny lines. Um, uh, there were a handful of movies that that were related to kind of an apop- apocalyptic event. But this, to me, was by far the best one. There was a few others that dealt with this kind of subject matter of the Earth dying and everyone dying, and we have to save the planet. Um, To me, this is the one that stands apart from the others. Um, People may joke about the song that's in it. That's fine. To me, it's iconic. Um, I think it's a great story. I love the acting in it. Steve Buscemi is hilarious. Um, Of course, I'm talking about the asteroid that hits the Earth. This is Armageddon. You can't not talk about Michael Bay and not put Armageddon on this list. To me, I think it's very. You, again, you're smirking and making me think you're not going to put it on there. I'm not putting it on. That's fine. Just so you know. Okay, well then, that's disappointing. It's disappointing. You're just going kind to of put erroneous yeah, position then, because Armageddon is great. How do you not put Armageddon? Said, it was intense. Really like it it like was so it. intense. It even. Yeah, it's is this Bruce Willis's best role? That would be an interesting choice. We could do a I Bruce I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But I was very moved. He's good in the movie. I was very moved by his by his performance. Yeah. I really was. The dynamic between him, Liv Tyler, and Ben Affleck. This is one of his better. Love to Ben me, Affleck. To me, this is better than. Oh, Liv Tyler's in it. Huh? To me, to me, Ben Affleck is better in this movie. To me, than in Argo. Okay, Argo, he doesn't do much at all. I even like him better in this than he than in, than in the town. Just me. That's just me. Okay, just me. I love that it's emotional at the end of the film. To be honest, I cried. It was 1998. I was in eighth grade. I didn't cry during Titanic because everybody in the world was crying about Titanic, and so I went in. Knowing that it was going to be a sad moment and I was ready to laugh when everyone was sniffling. You were ready to laugh? Because I knew ahead of time it was a tearjerker. I wasn't expecting Armageddon to be a tearjerker. And I thought it was very, very well done. The song is great. Aerosmith, great. Armageddon.
0: All right, I'm going to have an honorable mention. It's Armageddon just for Ben Affleck's performance because he's Ben Affleck. Number two for me is... You're being
1: facetious, and I don't appreciate it. I like it. Ben Affleck. You can't stick an honorable mention in the middle of your list. You have to I do it at the beginning. I You're right. I, I was. Just That's a faux pas. It's a $5 fine. I'll pay the fine. Fine. I'll pay the fine. You really just wrecked this pod. We were having such we a time. We are cordial, doing a great job. We were track. having a cordial time, so you had to poo-poo uh, my Number voice. two is Bad Boys. Um, the original Bad Boys.
0: Um, again, I just watched these films last week. Again, they're very similar. Recency bias, uh, much. Sure, recency bias. Um, but I, I think I like this one just a touch more than the first one, uh, or than the second one, excuse me, um, in part because I kind of like the story with uh, the Leone um, and the murder kind of that they have to solve. Um, again, gorgeous locations in Miami, gorgeous uh, area. I like the fact that they do not just car chases, but they do boat chases. Um, I just think it's good. It has a, a young Michael Shannon in a role. Nice. Um, which is good. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I again the chemistry between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, um, not only is it a funny chemistry, like they have funny lines, but you could tell that they like each other and they care about each other, and for lack of a better phrase, they have each other's back. Um, so that's what so I why point. is
1: that one better than Bad Boys Two?
0: Um, I just I, I think the story's better, like the mystery's a little bit better, the way they have to solve to get to the end. Right. Um I just think it's a little bit better.
1: I mean I haven't seen it, so I'm just curious. You haven't seen so the original, original Bad Boys? No, I have not like it. I'll take that with a grain of salt. All right, moving on. Uh, number one for me again. This is inarguable, and unfortunately, I think inarguable. It is inarguable, and you put this. I can see it right there. It's on your list too. I'm just saying, it's someone, in, someone could argue. No, with that. no. Okay, maybe you can split hairs between Armageddon, but certainly not Bad Boys. Give me a break. Any of the Transformers <coughs> don't hold a candle to this movie. The Transformers don't hold a candle to this movie. Okay, a candle. Not a single candle? Not one. Like, I understand, if someone has, like, 20, they can... They like pale one. in comparison to this movie. They would just get blown out? Yeah, pun intended. Okay, this what's movie, the movie, Jay? This movie is epic on so many levels. It's my favorite Sean Connery movie. Granted, I have not... Oh, I okay. already said that. Yeah, you haven't seen the... I haven't seen, seen the original. I haven't seen the James Bond films. Again, that's probably travesty. Well, no, it's not travesty. Fair enough, fair, fair enough. enough. different different ones it would be hard for me to watch it now i think too i think given the be- fact that i've seen that i'm so that i grew up my first james bond film was GoldenEye. yeah so i think it would be hard for me to watch those and not like feel like it's a totally different era because it a good is point. so but this to me is my favorite sean connery movie okay um and as such I, and to me it's no contest um this is the rock I love the story. The story is absolutely intense. I love that it has Ed Harris as a guy who's um, disgruntled with the, with the way his, his, his troops under his command were died and weren't appreciated. So he takes matters into his own hands. Yes, it's, a, it's far-fetched, totally, 100%. But I believe it because Ed Harris makes me believe he is serious, and he's not playing around. So, and I love how Michael Bean is in it, just for a little bit. Again, he's, and they have the whole shower scene where there's a the shower. I can't give that order. You give, you tell your mind. I can't give that. It's just so epic, and the song with the horns on it. At the beginning of the film, it has Michael Morse in it. It has the guy from the West Wing. I don't know his name, but he's the older guy who plays Womack um, in the film. Nicholas Cage, again, peak Nicolas Cage. Um, to me I like this performance he, In this movie There are many movies I like him in Better than Leaving Las Vegas I, But I get it It's not the same kind of role But he's great in this movie Sean Connery again awesome As like the old chiseled veteran Who you know maybe I believe that he can actually Still be physical and hold his own In this movie I, Versus some other movies That one of them coming out soon That I have no interest in seeing because I don't think an eighty-year-old man can beat anybody up. Who's no, Conner-
0: Indiana Jones taking random shots
1: here. You're taking <laughs> shots at me. I'm taking at least I'm taking shots at somebody who's not my friend. Oh, uh, okay. In any of it. So the the cast of Ed Harris, Sean Connery, and Nick Cage to me, and the lines are awesome. There there's some funny lines. There's yeah, just it. it it's great on so many so many levels. I re- I rewatched it recently um, and it's just as good today as it was when I first saw it. Um okay. Peak peak. Uh, yes, it's Joel Schumacher too. Michael Bay is the director, but the music is great. It's got Hans un- Zimmer in it. Just everything about it. Awesome. The rock. Can't say enough about it. That's why one that- of my favorite action if not the favorite action movie I have. Okay.
0: That's not, this is the movie that I had, I can't say it better, so I'm just going to let Joe, uh, he was much more eloquent well, than I am. Am I, uh, in terms am of I, it. I'm
1: not el- yeah. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. I'm not being Part sarcastic. Part of me thinks you are. You can't say it more eloquently, Joe, eloquent, I'm not eloquent, I fumble around. Yeah, yeah. You can add something that I haven't said.
0: Uh, the only thing I'll add is that we live in the Bay Area, so I actually
1: have yes. been to Alcatraz. Yes, I've, great. So that, was, that. Very cool.
0: was something where I, yes. you know, a personal touch, Yes, right? And I have been to Alcatraz a couple yes. times. I think it's very I cool. I like that. To go to Alcatraz. Great. Um, but again, certainly there are times, I've, I've only been to Alcatraz two or three times, I yes. think, you know, family visiting from out of state or something like that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, and I kind of remember like looking out and, you were like, oh, because they actually filmed certain scenes, not all of the movie. Yes. So a lot of the movie was in studio, obviously, True. but they certainly filmed all the exterior. Even when they are on the island and the shots, they are, they are filmed on Alcatraz. Nice. Um, very, so that you cool. remember certain shots like that. Yes. Another. And again, yes. you're on Alcatraz. It is kind of a unique thing. Yeah, uh, it's a unique prison, right? Yes. You're looking over, you see the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. You see down to San Francisco. Yes. So. With the from street, a Bay Area perspective. cars, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from a Bay Area perspective, it's... it's I love
1: that. Thing. Thank you for pointing that out. that out.
0: Great. We're going to do this game. I, I think we still have time. We're going to get through we some. We have stuff. another ranking? Well, we can hold on
1: to the ranking. We can for hold on to week. that ranking this time. Okay. Um, Are you sure we have time for this game? We're gonna do one quick game. Okay. Yeah, but you had a couple lined up. Yeah. I
0: okay. Just have one. All right. So this is which Disney inspired destination should Joe visit on an RV road trip? Okay.
1: Disney. Okay.
0: So again, Disney locations right are either real or they're they're fictional, but they are mostly oh, inspired this by fiction. real places. This could be fiction. It could be. Okay. Okay. Go Joe, ahead. You, okay. Is I this, des- like, is this like multiple multiple choice. Trips. Okay. I deserve a much needed vacation too. Blank. Okay. okay. One. Bond with family and friends, take a break from a routine, try new foods, or be one with nature? Fam- the family and friends? Bond with family and friends. Bond with family
1: and friends. You want to do that? Sure.
0: My ideal travel squad includes okay. my family, okay. my besties, okay. my pets, okay. or a- me, myself, and I.
1: My besties. Okay. I don't have any pets, so that was easy. My number one, well, there's three way. other options. You're right. My number one. But well, I wouldn't go by myself. I'm not. You travel by yourself. I, I you can't. can't I people, that I know. It's okay. I know. I'm not saying, I'm not talking
0: about My there. number one road trip packing list essential is. Okay. Snacks, my entire wardrobe,
1: okay.
0: camera, All right. or sunglasses.
1: This is tough. It's certainly not my whole wardrobe. I wouldn't do that. Okay. But sunglasses is good. What was the third one? Camera? Nah, snacks. It's either snacks or, or. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. I don't have to pack snacks, but I do need my sunglasses. I'll say sunglasses. Choose a store. Because I could buy
0: snacks. Somewhere. Choose a Toy Story character to bring along. Great, right. Okay, all this is cool. Would it be Woody? Alright. Buzz? Alright.
1: An alien? No. Or Bo Peep? <laughs> got it. Maybe a fem gotta go with the female, both I Wanna go with both <laughs> Really? Is that the character you wanna go with? Why not? Okay. It's the only female on the list.
0: Choose You f- don't want a female companion as you go somewhere? It's a toy. Choose a Disney song. This is so tough. Choose a Disney song for the Road Trip playlist. This'll be good. The Bare Necessities. That's not bad. How far I'll go. I don't know what that where that's from,
1: but no. Um
0: I've got a dream. Or no. You've Got a Friend in Me.
1: What was the first one? The Bear
0: Necessities. The bare Necessities. The Bear Necessities, Can I go with for that?
1: sure. Because the only other one that I know would be that you've got a friend, and I don't want to listen to that for my, five hours a day. My go-to
0: one. road trip snack, snack. is okay. popcorn, Churros. beignets, beignets. Protein, bars protein bars, or trail mix. Trail, trail mix, for sure. That's a good choice. That would be easy choice. My idea of an outdoor adventure outdoor involves adventure. Okay. hiking. Okay, that's kite good. Kite flying. No. Building sandcastles. No. Or napping on a hammock. Hiking. I like hiking. Hiking over napping on a
1: hammock? Yeah, I've never been on a hammock. I don't know that those are very comfortable. To pass, Have you been in a hammock? I've been on a hammock, but... Is it comfortable? I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. That doesn't sound very convincing. So that's that proves my point that they're to probably pass not comfortable. Time it's not a bed. At the campground, I yes. would. Campground. Play hide and seek. S'mores. Make
0: s'mores. All right. Oh, I got, I got this. Okay. Go scavenger hunting. No. Or write in a journal. Ooh, that one's not bad. What was the first one? Play hide and seek. No. Make s'mores. Uh, so make s'mores or write in a journal. I'm gonna go. It's right in a journal, actually. I like that one. That one's cool. My definition of perfect weather is no. the warmer the better. No. Sunny, perfect for sightseeing.
1: Yeah.
0: Cloudy, or
1: rainy. <laughs> well, some people like the rain. Uh, the second one, sunny. Sunny, perfect, perfect. for sightseeing. Yeah. How many more? This is the last one. Okay, because we got right When visiting
0: the nearby town, it would be fun to go antiquing check out the local okay, carnival
1: okay. antiquing meaning like looking at antiques yeah like going in sorry shopping. i don't like okay, yeah okay, like shopping that's okay,
0: okay. um Second check one? out the local carnival okay see a movie or shop for souvenirs i
1: don't like any of those choices well, you get gotta pick one get rid of the movie one okay get rid of it. so there's antiquing check there's... out the local carnival no
0: Shop for souvenirs? It's a local carnival. I don't know why you wouldn't like that.
1: I'm going to go with antiquing, I guess. Only just to look at the stuff. Souvenirs could be just stupid trinkets that, that, like, whatever, like a a refrigerator magnet. That's not (laughs) as unique as, like, something somebody made that's been around for a while. Well, your place
0: was Yellowstone, Jeff, so congratulations. Okay.
1: Have you ever been to Yellowstone? I think as a kid, but I don't remember. Okay. It's been a long time. But yeah, I think. What's the, the reason, reason why? Is the same reason or that I was just it? Just took it off because I was oh. trying to go quick. But yeah, no you did a good job. Though. No explanation.
0: You did a good job. Wow.
1: No explanation. I'm sorry. There's Jeff. supposed to be like a little quote that says you like being outdoors. Well, you did. It. it was like you like being oh, outdoors and
0: geez. you try new things, like you go antiquing. All are so things. making this up. I'm not making that You're up. Forward. It was just right there. Uh, that's all the time we have for we're today. Gonna do, we're going to do
1: our theme parks next time, and we're going to do a great ranking tease, and we'll be back with this ranking next time. That's a big tease. Uh,
0: yes. As always, please like, share, comment, rate, review, and subscribe. You guys are amazing. So are you, Mac. <laughs> so are you, Mac. <laughs> we're petering out here at the end. Are we petering um, But thank you guys My so
1: much. My name's not peter. How can we peter out when we're not petering? Although Peter may be listening. There's a Peter in
0: there. I'm positive there's a Peter listening somewhere. Uh, that's my have for today. That's uh, all guy's Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week.
1: Joe's going to take us out of here. Say goodbye, right. Joe. We'll be back.